<laughs> Welcome to the church. What are you laughing at, at Seavers? <laughs> <laughs> you know, my inability to do technology some days. Um, oh. Well, uh, um, let's see if I can do this again. Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast. Uh, this is Tim Seavers and Pastor Corey with Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington, and we're glad you could join us. Thanks for listening. Thanks there you for go. watching. Uh, happy Veterans Day, Pastor Corey. Happy Veterans Day to you. I, I mean, I, neither of us are veterans, but uh, yes. But that's the greeting. I was thinking today about how strange that seems strange to me <laughs> that you would that you would say that, but not that you would. It, it's it's important to remember Veterans Day. Um, just seems strange to to say Happy Veterans Day to whomever you would. Uh, makes sense to say it to a veteran. Um, yeah. I don't know. I heard somebody anyway, say it to somebody. Yeah. Like, hey, we did a we did a whole other uh, segment, our call to care segment on on Veterans Day, and so we're bringing it up now. Uh, and check out that segment if you'd like, and feel free to share if you want. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So, hey, uh, it's November. Yes, it is, and it's snowy again. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, and yet we are supposed to give thanks in all circumstances. So the scripture tells us. Yes, I was just remembering that as my daughter called me and had killed both batteries of both of our main cars, you know. <laughs> well, technically, she didn't kill the battery of the one. She was trying to jump the battery of one and killed the other. But I need to give thanks in that circumstance. Yeah. And that I have I have those cars and we have electricity to charge those cars and we have friends nearby who could jumpstart if we needed to. And, and she's learning valuable lessons. Yes. Or I could have just complained and thrown the cables and yeah, that would not be good. And that would not, not be, be good. Giving things is, in all circumstances. Isn't not, that what Jesus did though? He just threw the tables and the wild, wild animals out of the temple what? or something. I remember some story. We'll talk about that later. Maybe yeah, I but. think that's going to come up a little later. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay i'm sure there's more to it i i, I bet um is, so. yeah well, well back to november this is november yes and we're supposed to be grateful practicing gratitude anchoring our hearts in gratitude for the rest of the year uh it's also the month of turkey isn't it do you like turkey yeah i do i do um did you hear about the turkey who lost a fight no. Come. Yes, you did. No, you got I... the stuff knocked out of him. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, who wins the uh, dance cost, uh, contest at Thanksgiving? Uh, I don't know. The twerky. The... Oh, boy. That's, that's yeah. sad. Not good. I'm, I'm hoping okay. we're still recording. My uh, screen went... I can't find you. <laughs> you can't find me? Like something popped it up. Says up my... Can you see me? Oh. I can see you. I can see a little record in the corner. Okay, good. I It kicked me out and We're... said, your Adobe is about to update. And then I was like, I don't, what? <laughs> it just interrupted completely. We have to give thanks in the circumstance of Tim's Adobe updating. I, I do. Because I... what would we do without Adobe? 
I, I don't know. I told it, remind me later. <laughs> so, there you go. Give thanks for the remind me later option. The Amen. install later, leave me alone. I'm working exactly. option. You know, I hated the, you know, the computers back in the day. It would like, you get the notice, like your computer's restarting in 24 seconds. And like, what? <laughs> and then three hours anyway. later, it's still not up. To yeah. <laughs> That was the big problem. Like, you have seven days of updates. <laughs> uh, and we give thanks in those yep. circumstances. Give thanks. Give thanks. Where would we be without updates, you know? So we need to give some updates. Uh, <laughs> so it's Veterans Day. We had a Veterans Day uh, ceremony or service today. It was really good to be together with, you know, people and honor our veterans. Uh, we have some other things coming up. We're still doing the gratitude campaign. You want to talk about that a bit, Tim? Sure. Yeah. We, um, you know, one of the things we actually at the veterans service offered our gratitude uh, leaves to people and they uh, wrote on them. What are our gratitude leaves? Well, I've got one here to show you. It's a, a magnet shaped like a leaf. It says, I am thankful for, and you write on there what you're thankful for. And then because our tower of gratitude is outside and it's magnetic you just stick this onto the tower of gratitude and add your thanks to it uh so that's growing uh by the day as people put more of those up there it grew quite a bit today as people offered their thanks um another thing you can do uh and there's a table outside of uh the fellowship hall entrance to the church that has those magnets on it if you want to stop by anytime uh, you can do that and write on it and hang it up. We also have thank you cards that are available. Um, I here's uh, I brought a couple to show you. This is a new set that recently came. It says thanks on it for the uh, for the person with a simpler taste. Uh, just a, a blue and thank you there. Uh, so those are like packs of five or ten or something. Yep, and you can just grab them and go. Here's uh, some with an adorable little creatures on them. So is that a dog? Uh, that's a, is that a hedgehog? It's a hedgehog, yes. Oh, okay. um, so those are packaged up in Ziploc bags because they're outside. So um, we're keeping them safe from the weather, uh, but you can still pick it up anytime you're in the area. And then the last thing I think I want to talk about today is our weekly gratitude verse. Um, mm -hmm. So you were saying you've referred to a couple of times our first gratitude verse. Um, do you want to share that with everybody? Do you remember? Well, let's see. I think it's from memory kicking in for Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always. Pray continuously. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Um, that might be amalgamation of, of that was pretty, that was uh, translations. But yeah. 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 And you can, if you miss that one, we still probably have a few of those. You can post them in your house. You can mail them to people. You can give them to people. They're great encouragements. We have them up in our house. Yeah, yeah. And then this week is week two for November 8 to 14. And we have Psalm 118, 1. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. So. Amen. There's a lot there, right? Yeah. Give thanks. God is good. And his steadfast love endures. I mean, he loves you no matter what always forever yeah that's good news man and this is there's not, always reason to give thanks even when your batteries are dead uh even when your computer's updating and you don't want to 
even when you run out of turkey and you didn't get any or something, some travesty, you know, uh, God is always good. God always loves you. God is always for you. God's love endures forever. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, I love that. Uh, that and because it's not the yeah. only place where you read that idea that God is good or that his steadfast love endures forever. It's a repeated theme throughout the scriptures and uh, should be a repeated theme for us in our lives today to remember that God's steadfast love and Amen. forever. So, yeah. So that's our week two verse. Yeah. So, hey, yeah. What's up? Cool. Pick them up. Pick them up at the gratitude table. Grab, grab what you need. We'll replenish them if they run out. So, yes. you know, don't feel greedy for taking two or three or four or five. Take what you need and we'll, we'll make it work. Um, yeah. So I, I am thankful for today. Uh, today, Veterans Day, we got to be with people. Uh, I'm wearing a tie still. I had a couple of, you know, ministry things I did today and memorial service and the Veterans Day service. But we also, busy day for the church, you know, uh, we had two craft, uh, what are we calling them? Craft days, craft times for kids um, where, you know, with social distance and masks and stuff, the kids are getting to come in and do fall season type crafts and do some fun on a day where they don't have school and we haven't been able to have Sunday school uh, yet and um, so this is us kind of edging back into finding ways to doing fun activities for and with kids and our children's ministry group did two of those today yeah. and hopefully we'll do other ones when we can you know in the advent Christmas season uh, maybe on half days or days off of school. Um, so this was our first one. Really cool. I'm just giving thanks for that. And another sign that the church is not closed. I mean, we, we're pretty busy um, doing good, good things. Don't yeah. you feel busy? <laughs> I, I do. We yeah. added a semi truck yesterday of stuff for crying out loud. Yeah. yeah good time. Whole another story, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's been good. And I love, yeah, it's been good to see those kids are actually still meeting out there right now. We've got a group uh, crafting away and it's, it was good to see a couple of the kids I haven't seen the school year because uh, bus routes have changed a little bit. And so uh, it was good to see a couple of my old friends. Uh, I heard, do you want to tell that story, Tim? I heard there was kind of a fun story there. Oh well, uh, <laughs> one of my one of my friends, Mr. Declan, there he uh, he was pretty excited to see me. He said he he was telling Brenda uh, uh, Brenda that he he sees me on TV <laughs> all the time. So it's a little bit like I'm a, a celebrity, I guess, because of the podcast or Sunday worship services or whatever. But, but uh, I'm on TV all the time, so it's kind of fun. He sees his bus driver on TV. That's that's pretty cool. You're on TV. Yeah. Well, I hadn't really thought about it like that, but I guess I am. So from time to time. <laughs> yeah. Don't get nervous when we record tomorrow, Tim. Oh, I, you're gonna I'm have one of those star tomorrow. chairs now. <laughs> you're gonna have a big chair, you know, that they have for the stars. You know, yeah. we're gonna have to get you a trailer and a makeup artist, and I definitely need a makeup artist. Yeah. Well. At least on Zoom, you know, we have that button that says, uh, the touch up, button. make me look attractive or whatever. <laughs> my, Mine is broken. <laughs> so work. I grew this beard. I just try to cover everything up, you know. 
you're kind of growing. Are you doing the no shave Vember thing? Well, I, you know, I shaved for our family pictures that we had done at near the end of October. And since you are on this no shaving kick, I'm, I'm not shaving either. So I might do a little trimming, um, but I'm going to just let it go. And until you decide you're done. So. Okay. It's a beard off. It could be a while. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing really. I think I'm just, you know, just protesting against shaving right now. I don't know. My, my solitude, my, um, what was I trying to say? My <laughs> fortress of solitude. I don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't remember the word. It, it escaped me. It's like, does, does Tracy kick you out of the house when you grow a beard and you feel no. like you're in solitude? Okay. No, 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 no. I don't. No, that's good. I, the word has left me. It's never going to come back. So. That's good too. Oh, well. So. Well, what we have to talk about, uh, we talked about the gratitude campaign. There's not a ton of in-person events in the community. I mean, we have our Bible studies. We have um, the craft kids day that we're doing. School is going on, but of course school is not having sports and things, but there is still a, a Turkey day fun run, a Thanksgiving day fun run done in a little bit different way. Do you have some details about that, Tim? Well, it's the, you know, every year the Palouse Library uh, holds the Turkey Leg uh, Fun Run as a way to raise money for um, children's books and programming throughout the year. And, uh, you know, earlier this year, I was a little, I was wondering, you know, are they, are they going to be able to do it? I, I was hoping so. And we got word this week that the Turkey Leg is happening on Thanksgiving Day at 8 a.m. and uh, so you can you can uh, go downtown and there's gonna be uh, coffee uh, to go and donuts to go and you're supposed to wear your mask and just enjoy that however you can. And then do the turkey leg, which is that wonderful, uh, that wonderful length down Main Street and then behind the, the pea plant and the grain silos there and, and then back like 15 times, I think. And then you've, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the measurements, but uh, we usually do a couple of times a walk. It's it's not quite a mile to do the whole loop thing. So, uh, but a lot of fun and you just make a donation to the library and that helps make sure they have resources to get children's book into our, into our local library. So we're excited to be able to, I, our, it's a, is one of those things when you move to a community like we did back in 2016, it's like we didn't, we had Thanksgiving traditions but what were we gonna do in this new place? And there was this awesome thing called the turkey, the turkey leg. And so we've done it every year that we've been here. And uh, we always really enjoy doing it and supporting the library. And I know I've seen you out there uh, running uh, the, the loop or the leg. Um, so yeah, hopefully people can join us for that. Yeah, and you can uh, get pledges. You can, yep. kids, adults can go out there and say, hey, you wanna pledge me per lap? I used to uh, go and uh, say, hey, dare me to do whatever you want. You know, I'll, I'll, uh, you know, I don't know. I ended up doing some crazy things, um, shouting things and then posting them on the Internet. And, you know, that that can be kind of dangerous. It's singing true. songs, uh, running tons of laps, um, you know, uh, so made made some money back in the day for the library. Uh I haven't been as good at that. So, but if you want us to do something, you want us, or you want to pledge for Tim's laps or my laps, um, we're going to be home this Thanksgiving. Um, you want to somehow 
pledge us to compete against each other in some way. I don't, I don't know. Um, you want us to balance pies on our head? Um, I don't know. That could don't be know. fun. There was one contest one time that had something to do with pie um, and the turkey leg. Um, my memory is fading on that, but I think I had to eat like a small pie in between laps. And Oh. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. Uh, well, okay. So the gauntlet. You, has, I don't think you've been around for, you weren't around when we did some of those crazy challenges. I, I don't no. know, maybe uh, it, it was fun. It was fun. So. so, yeah, but that's I'm down for point. it. Maybe, yeah, Thanksgiving Day. Sh you could shave your head into a mohawk, Tim, for like <laughs> 500 bucks, maybe 100 bucks, 500 bucks. What do you think? Maybe 500. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> maybe 500. You heard it here, folks. 500 for the library. Tim will, Tim will maybe do a mohawk. <laughs> Because maybe I could do it with my beard, mohawk my beard. I don't know. <laughs> what, would you go all just beard and bald? You know that look that some guys do? Oh, gosh. Bald and beard? I don't think I can. Well, I've never seen what's under here, so I'm a little nervous that I just look like I have a Well, don't you kind of want to know then? How about no, $501 really. for bald? How, how many? 501 <laughs> 501 <laughs> Uh, or let, let's just start a bidding contest and see how high it gets. And we, we could do that. You can say if it's high enough. Yeah. 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 This is really putting you in an awkward place. I'm asking you to be bald or mohawked. Or... <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We're willing. We're willing to, you know, we're willing to do something. And it's for a good cause, as you said, for the library. And in pre, there's been some years with snow where I pulled my little kids in sleds that's been a while i think yeah uh because my kids aren't so little anymore and i don't know if we've had enough snow to pull people but yeah. um i'd love to we see might this year i'd love to see a pull we'll see. in a sled around the turkey leg <laughs> danny might have to pull me <laughs> <laughs> well that's cool. i have some new, snow, uh, new snowshoes maybe if it snows a bunch i'll snowshoe that would be cool that would be cool. Yeah. I don't know how to do it really yet, but I have the snowshoes. You pretty much just walk. Um, oh, it's, okay. And it's pretty cool. We've, we've done a little bit of, we did a bit of snowshoeing up in uh, glacier country there when we lived in Montana and uh, we enjoyed that. So okay. I think you would enjoy it too. You got them at the Costco, you know? Yeah, I've seen them there. They're, they look They look nice. Yeah, they were cheap. Anyway, so did you just get a well, pair for yourself or does the whole family have a set? We did the only thing good parents should do and we got them for ourselves. Excellent. So we kids, yeah, the kids don't have any, but uh, it was about half the price that they are online. So I said, Tina, let's get two. And she did. So we each have a set. So we'll see. Yeah. New hobby for us, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, yeah, it'll be good for you. You'll enjoy it. So um, we're, we're being, we're continuing our gratitude campaign. We've got the turkey leg coming up and we're also uh, in, you know, every Sunday though, we do something here still, it's hard to believe, you know, but we do this thing called worship and you usually are preaching a message on that day. And uh, so we're going, 
we're still in the book of John, right? Right. Right. And yes. The series. Yes, we are in the book of John. Series is that you may believe. And we've got mm -hmm. a crazy, kind of a crazy story this time uh, in chapter Jesus two. Jesus throwing stuff, man. Yeah. Just throwing stuff around, whipping things. So, <laughs> so what's that all about? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to read it and then you're going to tell us what it's all about. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're going to tell us. So, uh, okay. My Bible, okay. I can follow along. So, okay. Do you want to read or? Oh, sure. I could do that. Yeah, you want you read and then I will I will uh go from there. And do you want me to read to the end of the chapter? Yeah, please. Okay, cool. Starting with verse 13 of chapter two. Cool. Here we go. The Passover of the Jews was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple he found those who were selling oxen and sheep and pigeons, and the money changers sitting there, and making a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and oxen. And he poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And he told those who sold the pigeons, take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of trade. His disciples remembered that it was written, zeal for your house will consume me. So the Jews said to him, what sign do you show us for doing these things? Jesus answered them, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews then said, it has taken 46 years to build this temple, and you will raise it up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. When, therefore, he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. Now, when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs that he was doing. But Jesus, on his part, did not entrust himself to them because he knew all people and needed no one to bear witness about man. For he himself knew what was in man. So that's our reading for. All this. right. It's pretty cool, right? I mean, uh, <laughs> Jesus is going to the temple and, and just, I, I don't want to say he's throwing a fit because I don't think he's throwing a fit. I think he is, uh, he's doing a righteous act of justice with self-controlled, deliberate, um, anger um if we want to call it that but it's not an anger that's um just temperamental or having a bad day or being vicious to somebody or vindictive he he has a righteous cause he's trying to um, clear out the temple so it can be a, a place of prayer um, and he doesn't think that his father's house should be a place of trade as the scripture said and and so he's doing what's necessary. It, what's amazing to me, Tim, in this story is nobody stops him. I mean, they ask him, why do you have the authority to do this? Well, they really say it this way. What sign can you give us to kind of prove that you, you're allowed to, to do such a thing? Um, and then he says, you know, well, he doesn't put his hand on his chest, I don't think. But he talks about himself and says, destroy this temple and it will be raised again in three days talking about what's going to happen in a couple of years, his death and resurrection. But he, he um, it had to be a befuddling thing to see amazing and to those who wanted it, you know, to those who were tired of the smelly animals being at the temple and crowding the space for people to pray, particularly for non-Jews or Gentiles to pray. 
you know, there probably were some people there like, man, it's about time. But I think there were probably others that were upset. Maybe we're making money off of this. Um, we're wondering who is this upstart who, who's doing this. Remember at this point, Jesus ministry, nobody really knows much about him. I mean, his disciples are starting to follow him because John the Baptist is pointed towards Jesus. Uh, some folks know that he's done a miracle turning water into wine. But, um, but besides those few folks, uh, Jesus is not a huge public figure. And so this is, this is an interesting way uh, in the Gospel of John that he starts out his, his pub, very public ministry with a, um, a very definitive act, a very, uh, some might call it aggressive act, but uh, it's a statement for sure. Um, standing up for the Father's house, the temple, uh, standing up for Gentiles, having a place to pr pray, uh, standing up against the leaders in the, the Jewish religion, not all Jewish people, of course, but standing up against some who have kind of co-opted the faith uh, and mixed it with finances and politics. Um, and he stands up against those things and, and does this action, you know, driving animals out of there, overturning money. Um, he just, you know, and to connect it to the last couple of verses, he didn't, he didn't need the popularity of the people, you know. Uh, he he knows what's in us. He he and he knows the Father's will, and he he um, he's not going to be swayed one way or the other by whether people liked what he was doing or didn't like what he was doing. Um, so uh, yeah, I just love the story, um, and it's got some challenging aspects for us too. But yeah. yeah. Um, is there something that challenges you in this story, Tim? Well, I think that one of the things that I like about it is how if this is happening in the court of the Gentiles, I don't know, is that the right name? Yeah, you could call it the outer court or the, the court of the court, Gentiles. The court of the Gentiles, that it kind of just uh, emphasizes in another way that... Uh, I think that God's, God's plan is for all people, uh, even the Gentiles. And, uh, and I like that. I think that's important to see that um, because oftentimes we say, we look at the world around us and the people around us and we say, oh, God's not for that person or they'll never be saved or maybe God doesn't really love that person. And that's not true. God loves all people and, and uh this message of, of being for all people is throughout the scripture and it's here in, in John's gospel. Uh, and I like that. Um, I mean, the whole, in terms of challenging, the whole thing is kind of, it, it's, it's a strange, it feels strange, you know, to read this about Jesus. And then, you know, I think our temptation is just to dismiss it um, or to gloss over it. And so what I really appreciate about what you're doing is you're, you're spending a week talking about it because I think it's important for us to try to, well, this was here, this story is here for a reason. So what is it, what is it, it's not that, it's here for a reason. So what is that reason? Let's try to figure it out um, if we can. And instead of just glossing over and say, oh, well, Jesus was angry and he upset the you know, sometimes, or, or I don't know, I just, sometimes we just don't 
do the story justice, I think, this particular one. So I think it's yeah. important that we really look at it and ask some questions and and pray. It's one of those stories where it's hard to teach to our kids because, you know, uh, oh, you know, we tell them don't get angry or something or don't, you know, yeah. uh, throw a fit. Don't. <laughs> I mean, Jesus is not just throwing a fit, but. You know, we definitely would tell our kids, don't, don't, uh, you know, mess with other people's animals or, or drive out people or something from church, you know, or don't overturn people's money. Um, you know, that's generally not a good thing to do. And, and yet Jesus does all of that here, but he does it for right reasons. So I, yeah, I, um, I think it is, it, it's a story that can be difficult, um, you know, and one aspect I think that's challenging for me, Tim, is how, sin kind of builds up into habits or systems. You know, we've heard a lot about systemic racism recently, and, and that is a very real thing. Um, and you see, for example, systemic racism in the, with the Jewish people towards Gentiles here, where, where God had called the, the Jews to be a light to all nations. And in this case, some of the religious leaders over time had said, okay, maybe that's our calling, but we need a convenient place to store animals to sell at the Passover for sacrifices. And, you know, we'll just kind of treat the, the, our, the non-Jews as second class. Now, definitely the, there's been a lot of systemic racism against Jewish people too over the centuries. But in this case, they started building a system that over time was, was prejudice against their, the, the Gentiles who God wanted to have a, a place in his plan too, right? So, uh, because if you think about this, th these animals didn't just show up overnight. This money changing system, <laughs> this was a, a process that happened. And at this point it had become accepted, but it, it was a system that built up over time. And so I think that's challenging to me to look at my life and say, are there things that I've just accepted in the church or in our nation or in my family attitudes, habits, uh, perspectives, worldviews that I've allowed to just creep in or that I've accepted because they're just there that really shouldn't be there. They're blocking someone's access to God. They're, mm. they're not a good witness of my faith. Um, they're unjust, you know, like all these things that were going on in the temple court. They, they were blocking people's access to God. They were unjust. They, they were prejudiced against certain people. And I think there's some things in our life sometimes we find that, that we've allowed uh, in there, or we've just accepted from our culture. And so that that's a, a challenging bit for me. And the interesting thing is Jesus doesn't say, oh, we just need to gradually whittle away at it. He just comes in as like, rah, rah, you know, <laughs> I don't know if he made those noises, uh, but he, he's abrupt. He's abrupt. Um, now we know because in the third year of his ministry in the other gospels, we see him cleanse the temple a second time. And I, I'm of the camp that believes he did it at least twice. Um, the first time he was an upstart. They didn't really know who he was. The second time he was very popular and very controversial. They knew who he was. And it was one of the reasons they wanted to kill him by his third year ministry. Um, but also we, you and I talked about this, that, you know, he had to do it again because they went right back to their old habits. They went right back to the, the system that they know, they went right back to the homeostasis or status quo, whatever you want to call it. We sometimes just go back to normal, even if it's not the best thing, you know, out of convenience, out of habit, uh, out of prejudice. Sometimes we just go back to what we know. 
um, even if it's not right. And But G, that doesn't mean that Jesus likes it. So he cleans it out a second time. And you can see that in Matthew, Mark and, yeah. and Luke. Um, yeah. So he'll clean you out more than once too. Me as well. And he has. I've been whipped more than once spiritually. And I probably, I probably need it more than I realize. Um, yeah. So he still, he still will drive things out of our hearts if we would just pay attention. Amen. Amen. Well, sounds like there's a, there's going to be a lot to talk about on Sunday and um, perhaps some difficult things that uh, we'll have to wrestle with as individuals, as a community, as a church uh, that God might uh, convict us about. So uh, gosh, we want to invite people to come to what could be a very convicting uh, sermon <laughs> message on Sunday. It, um, it'll be encouraging too. It'll yep. be, but it's good if God wants to convict us. If He wants to drive something out, we've got to give Him His rightful place to do that. Right? It was His right to clear out the temple, and it's His right to to do in us what He wants to do because He knows what's best for us. Right? And yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. Hey. So. Uh, Next steps. Next steps is this Sunday, five o'clock. If you're taking any step in your faith, maybe you feel convicted by a recent message. Maybe you're wanting to take a step of faith that results in baptism or church membership or stepping up to serve or learning how to study the Bible or joining a Bible study. It could be one of those things. It could be multiple of those things. We have a class that kind of involves all of it. And we have information that we're ready to give you on whatever aspect you're, whichever direction you're going. And um, it's called Next Steps, and our next one is this Sunday, November 15th. Wow, it's already coming up on November 15th at 5 p.m. We can do it via Zoom or in person. So you need to let us know RSVP so we can know ahead of time. Awesome. Yeah, great, great reminder there, Pastor Corey. And the great, I think we should all really be looking for that next step, Um you know, whenever we encounter the scripture, uh, so hopefully every day, hopefully every Sunday as we gather together for worship, really thinking about what, what is God wanting me to learn from this or what step do I need to take in my life? Because it's not just here to read. It's not just a, it's not just a good story. Uh, it's not just a fun story, even though like this one's pretty crazy and wild and maybe even fun. Uh, it's there for a reason. So, and why is it there for us today? What do we have to learn from it? So uh, yeah, what's your next step? And uh, join us for that class. Uh, we'd love, to, it's a lot of fun and, and Pastor Corey always uh, does a good job. It's a, a good opportunity for, if you're new to us too, if you wanna just learn a little more about who we are and what we're all about. Um, there's no, no uh, you don't have to sign any papers or make any congress. A contract it doesn't obligate yeah. you to do anything it's an informational and and learning time and uh, uh pastor Corey can equip you with some tools for uh for for what your next step might be so yeah so great reminder this uh this sunday at 5 p.m live in person or via zoom so yeah let us know anything else you want to say pastor Corey, before we head out now so no great well no, i mean unless you have a turkey joke i don't have a turkey joke i had a i had a, a riddle that my friend darlene shared 
with me. Oh yeah. Um, are you looking it up? Because I got a turkey joke. Oh whoa. Oh well. What, what did the turkey? What did the turkey say to the computer? Um, you know this. You know this one. I don't know. What? Google, 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 Google. Google. <laughs> so, uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. So, oh, she says, um, if two witches watch two watches, which witch would watch which watch? I don't, I don't know what that is, but is I think the one on the left thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so uh, with the one on the left. Sterling has always been one of our uh, avid uh, listeners. So, uh, shout out to Darlene. Shout out to all you out there who listen and watch. We appreciate it. Hope you find our our podcast to be encouraging and helpful, uh, and a little bit of fun in these crazy times. So, uh, with that, we'll uh, sign off for the day. We thank you for listening and watching. This has been Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey coming to you from our Hilltop Studios in the Rolling Hills of Palouse, Washington, and we hope you have a blessed week. Hey, hey Tim. Oh, yes. Hey, what Cor- smells best at a thanks what smells best at Thanksgiving dinner? I don't know what. Then my Your nose. nose. My nose. Your nose. <laughs> oh, excellent. Okay, let's go. Okay. All right. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>